News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Kira, you had a really interesting piece, a really interesting column in the Sunday Independent uh, uh, two days ago on female pain and medical symptom and the, the bias. And it's it's a it is there. We know this bias is there that this pain and medical symptoms are often dismissed because it's women. Now it got a, it got us talking here. Loads of people in the office were were talking about it. And we thought it was worth exploring further. We did just, and, and it is a known thing that that women are are written off as hysterical or anxious or stressed when they present with symptoms. And uh, we thought it was worth exploring more. And on that basis, we are joined now by Lisa Tierney Keogh, who's an endometrius patient and a writer. Uh, good morning to you, Lisa. Thank you for speaking to us this morning. Um, I always think that endometriosis. We we know that the the time between when symptoms start and diagnosis is made can be can be a decade or more, and I often think that this is the one of the best examples of women being dismissed. Good morning, Kira. Good morning, Shane. How are you? Um, yeah, it's uh, on average it takes between seven to ten years to get diagnosed. Um, for me, it took twenty eight years. So I was actually diagnosed at age forty two. Um, so there is a really large mm. uh, gap of time between um, for women and often remember that the time of trying to get diagnosis does not include just the symptoms. So um, gr- girls with uh, when they get their first period usually start showing symptoms of endometriosis, which is primarily pain and heavy periods and all kinds of things like brain fog and um, feeling unwell. And then by the time they actually start looking for an answer, they could be in their 20s. So already they've had possibly a decade of pain. Um, And then it can and then from that point, then it can take another decade to get treated. And the reason for that simply is that you do get told you're stressed. It's this is normal. This is normal for women to be in pain. It's normal to have heavy periods. And you don't know whether it's normal or not because you only have your own experience. So you don't know that other women aren't experiencing. I I presume, Lisa, you attended doctors from time to time with symptoms. What was said to you? From time to time, all the time. So I started um, showing signs of endometriosis as soon as I had my first period of 14. I had no educational awareness. So I had MRIs and scans coming into my late teens and early 20s for all this mystery pain. So I attended years of physio, like literally years of physio for lower back and hip pain. And I used those in inverted commas. Um, And I was told I was just stressed. Actually, just before my diagnosis, I was told by a doctor that, you know, this recent heavy period was just due to stress um, and that, you know, it would settle down. I was also told it would things would settle down after I had a baby. Mine actually got I my symptoms got much worse after I had a baby. That is one of the oldest, most gross pieces of misinformation that women are to fed. Um, so yeah, I've, I've tended lots and lots of doctors, and they all told me this is normal. They all show this a is- distinct lack of curiosity, even don't they? I mean, at, at, at best, you like that you're there with hip pain, back pain. You're like, and that's all that's all being ascribed to stress. It it, it doesn't even make sense. No, there is a distinct lack of curiosity. In fact, I've actually started keeping a tally of curious doctors and I'm at three so far. And last year alone, I saw, I think, about up to about 20 doctors last year, doctors and healthcare workers. Do you, uh, There is a conversation starting now. I mean, it's one of the reasons I was writing about it at the weekend, but there is a conversation now starting 
it's, it's late in the day, but starting around all of this and, and, and about the fact that women who have genuine physical symptoms are being dismissed. Do you do you see any change as someone who, who attends doctors, etc.? Do you see any improvement? No, I don't. In fact, it seems to be getting worse. I mean, as as a couple of years ago, um, a doctor wrote a letter about me to somebody else saying she thinks she's in constant pain. Um, she said uh, you should. And this was a woman because women are women. Female doctors are just as likely to uh, internalize bias as men. Um, you shouldn't be in this much pain. Join a support group. And that's just that's that was in 2021. When you saw that, Lisa, she thinks she's in constant pain. Yeah. What did you think? What did you make of that? I was just, I, I, I kind of just froze when I first saw it. It's only because there's an implication there, isn't it? That, like oh, that, that, that you're not actually in constant pain. You just seem to be someone who who thinks she is. Correct, correct. And actually, a few months later, I had surgery to discover that I was actually riddled with endometriosis. Um, it is you just you just become so accustomed to being dismissed yeah. and being belittled and ignored and you have to fight for every single thing. So last July I was admitted, I was sent by my GP to a major Dublin hospital accident emergency and I had no ovarian cyst erup- um, bursting and I went in in the morning and I was not I had to I had to scream and roar for paracetamol which eventually I took from my own bag because it took them an hour to give me two paracetamol and they would not give me any kind of morphine-based proper opiate medicine until they saw the results of the, of the scan, which I had told them, this is a bursting over cyst. I have a history of this. It's been happening every single month. And they wouldn't give me pain medication until late in the afternoon, mm-hmm. until after they saw the results Look, of the scan. Lisa... <sighs> I know these are not words that that make any odds, but I'm so sorry that you have gone through this. And, and I don't think you're the only one. I don't think you're alone. Absolutely not. There's I, so I, many women. Yeah, I saw it myself as a medic, the the, the dismissal. Uh, and I've had it myself, actually, which is why I wrote about it as a patient. And it really shocked and frightened me because I was actually, I speak the language of doctors. Do you know mm. what I mean? I'm, I'm actually able mm. to, to to talk the talk and it didn't seem to make much odds. Thank you for sharing your story with us. We we do really appreciate it. And I wish you the very, very best of luck on your, on your journey. And, and, and genuinely, thank you for coming on this morning and talking about it. We're inundated with texts coming in on it. Uh, Lisa Tierney-Kyo, Endometrius patient and writer. Thank you for joining us on News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.